Did you know that olive oil is at its peak of flavor and nutrition right after it's fresh pressed at harvest time? That's why my favorite olive oil is delivered to me direct from the latest harvest, thanks to the Fresh Pressed Olive Oil Club. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and as a listener of Intelligent Medicine, you can try a bottle of their finest artisanal olive oil, normally $39, for just $1 with no obligation to buy anything else. I've been enjoying these Harvest Fresh olive oils for years. They are far and away the brightest, most lively, and flavorful olive oils I've ever tasted. Their antioxidants and polyphenols are off the charts because they're fresh from the harvest. They make store-bought olive oils taste dull and flat by comparison. Taste for yourself. Check out this generous trial offer and get your $39 bottle for a buck with no obligation to buy anything else. Visit MyFavoriteOliveOil.com. In my case, it truly is. MyFavoriteOliveOil.com. MyFavoriteOliveOil.com. Welcome back to today's Intelligent Medicine Podcast. It's our weekly Q&A with Layla. And we're answering your questions. Your questions come to us at radioprogram.aol.com. And um, let's hear, is it Larry's question? Yes, this is Larry. Dear Dr. Hoffman and Layla, I just came from my doctor's. I had a CT scan of my chest for my lungs. My lungs are fine, but they noticed something else, a small aneurysm in the aortic valve leading to my, leading to my abdomen. It's probably not in the aortic valve. It's in the aortic artery. Artery. Right, the aorta. Leading, leading into the abdomen. Right. Okay. So it's his descending yeah. aorta. Uh, luckily for or me... It, which is, you know, can result in an abdominal aortic aneurysm, which is a catastrophic event where mm. a, your aorta bursts and you hemorrhage internally. And this, it's a very big medical emergency. Right. People's lives are saved sometimes when that happens, but it's a high risk of dying. Yeah. Luckily for me, says Larry, it's very small, but will have to be monitored. Yeah, it's pretty common to have aortic aneurysms, and it was picked up uh, just by coincidence. Mm-hmm. By the way, this, I think, was a call on our radio program. Really? Yeah. Okay. So he, this guy, he's like, uh, he, his insurance policy was, I'll, I'll post it on the radio program, and I'll, I'll send an email. <laughs> so I'll answer it again. Okay, okay. Larry says, I'm really disappointed as I've been taking MK7, which is vitamin K, for years now, but it turns out I have plaque all over the place. By the way, I've always had bad habits. I'm an ex-smoker. I've been overweight for years. I'm losing weight right now, but maybe it's too late for this situation. Can you shed light on this? Well, there you have it. I mean, I, I think he is uh, giving us the full picture here. Yeah. And there is a certain amount of, um, you know, now that you know, you're doing something about it. Yeah, there, there, right. There's there's a certain amount of <clears throat> uh, a point of no return when it comes to atherosclerosis. You you can't uh, dissolve it away by taking a few oral vitamins if you're overweight, sedentary, and a smoker, and uh, you've got metabolic syndrome and poor mm-hmm. lipid profile. Uh, that's going to create risk. Uh, you can mitigate the risk by taking MK7. Uh, you know, some of the other things we recommend, uh, bergamot, uh, mm-hmm. berberine, uh, resveratrol. Kyolic. Uh, kyolic, aged garlic extract. For, you know, so the, the, look, there's, there's definitely a comeback trail. Now, does this have to do with the aneurysm? The aneurysms are sometimes atherosclerotic, and sometimes they're uh, just hereditary. There's a hereditary weakness in the uh, aorta. Of course, it's also associated with blood pressure. Many people with aneurysms are mm-hmm. told that, 
we need to be extra special careful about blood pressure. Yeah, he and says the doctor tells me it's really important to keep my blood pressure down right now. Yeah, so either through natural methods or medication, we've got to keep the blood pressure down because it's it's like, you know, blowing up a balloon where there's a weak point in the balloon or in a tire. Um, I've had tires like that where my tires have had aneurysms like mm. in my in my bike. Oh, okay. You know, you, bl you blow it up and you say, oh my God, this is like this weak spot. And it's bulging out. That's precisely what an aneurysm is right. in the arteries. I see. Yeah. Uh, under high pressure, it will pop. So yeah. we've got to keep the blood pressure down. Um, and what they do is they'll monitor, you know, every six months or every year, you'll go in for an, uh, an ultrasound to see mm -hmm. if it's uh, enlarging. And then there's a threshold. There's a certain point at which they'll say, it's too big. We have to patch it. Mm. And just like you might patch a, you know, a hole in your tire, uh, they use a Dacron patch to... Oh, wow. Yeah, to uh, just, uh, they cut it out, sew it up, and maybe put a patch in. Put a patch on it. That's interesting. Yeah. And wow. so because it just reaches a point where uh, it's, it's too big, it gets too thin, mm -hmm. the potential for it to burst is too great. They have established protocols that, you know, what they'll allow, mm -hmm. you know, so they'll keep you safe. Right. It's great that it was discovered it, and because it's gonna, it could save your life that it was picked up. Absolutely. And it was picked up accidentally. They looked Absolutely. at something else. So Larry also says the cardiologist provided no dietary advice. That's well, why he's writing to us. He didn't have time. He didn't, he didn't have time. Well, not only that, uh, he should have referred you to a qualified nutritionist. Yes. <laughs> For a workup, and so that you could change the diet, lose the weight you need to lose, it, get it, that blood pressure under control, again, metabolic it, it's syndrome, a shame. and all that. It's a shame. The guy yeah. has pervasive atherosclerosis, and there was what? No advice? Yeah. Terrible. I mean, yeah. I presume he said go on a statin. I mean, they're that far they'll go. Probably. Probably. So, Larry, keep taking your supplements, but you also need to, you know, follow that lifestyle. You say that you're losing weight right now. I guess some people think that they've got magic pills that they can take that will keep them, you know, they keep them into their bad habits for as right. long as possible. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's unfortunate. Your vitamins aren't going to work all that well if you're not doing everything else correctly. Well, this is actually one of the, you know, critics of vitamins sometimes say, oh, people just take those so that they can avoid making the lifestyle changes that are necessary. No, they take Lipitor because they avoid, I have an aunt and an uncle yeah. who, oh, let's take a little more right. Lipitor because we ate cake. So I actually think it's, <laughs> that's more the case with drugs than with supplements yes. because the vast majority of people who I see taking supplements right. do not uh, eat junk and no. stop exercising because they think they're in a fool's paradise. Yes, they They, they embrace the whole totality of lifestyle change. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're generally good about it. So, yeah. Larry, best of luck to you and thank you for your email. Take your supplements. You just need to get on a better lifestyle. You need to go on a lower, lower carb diet to reverse the blood pressure, do weight loss, metabolic syndrome, reverse all of that kind of stuff. Okay. What time is it, Layla? It's time for... It's time for... A break for from our sponsor. Sorry, yes. a word from our sponsor. A word from our sponsor. You you can announce it. So here we go. Let's hear from uh, one of our sponsors. This is Dr. Ronald Hoffman. As you know, I'm a big proponent of CBD to tonify the endocannabinoid system. I've found that it helps people relax and can support restful sleep, a real breakthrough in herbal products. The CBD brand I take personally and recommend to my patients is Plus CBD from CV Sciences. And now I'm excited about a new natural wellness line from Plus CBD, CBD Calm and CBD Sleep. 
CBD Calm helps ease tension, soothe irritability, and contributes to a greater sense of contentment through a blend of Plus CBD's award-winning full-spectrum CBD, plus L-theanine, and 5-HTP. CBD Sleep aids occasional sleeplessness with CBD plus melatonin, as well as soothing magnolia bark extract and relaxing lemon balm so you can get the rest you need and wake up alert and focused. Both products are backed by science with clinically researched active ingredients. To learn more and to order, visit pluscbdoil.com slash Hoffman and use coupon code Hoffman30 for 30% off. That's pluscbdoil.com slash Hoffman. Thanks for listening and thanks for supporting our sponsors and uh, also thank you for supporting uh, Fullscript because Fullscript is our online dispensary wherein uh, we stock all the products that we make available to our patients. They're available to you as listeners. Check out Fullscript, drhoffmanstore.com. All right, let's get back to questions. We have one from Bo. Bo writes, hello, Dr. Hoffman and Layla. My dad is 76 and he has Parkinson's. He's a former triathlete, a marathon runner, actually an age grouper. So his Parkinson's has not progressed too badly over the last year. But over the last year, he's so declined a lot. What an age grouper is, yeah. is they do triathlons by age. So that they uh, will have a cohort that's like, you know, 20 to 24, then 25 to 29, and then 30 to 34. And uh, the most interesting age group is like, you know, 70 to 74, you know, uh, mm. 75 to 79. And that's where uh, I won my first race because I was in the uh, 60 uh, category uh-huh. and uh, I came in first. Uh, yes, yes. But it took me it took me till I was like 60 <laughs> <laughs> to win because, you know, I, it's sort of like uh, attrition, you know, mm-hmm. all the other people dropped out so it was like sur- you know i survived <laughs> but you but know lately got to say in some of these races there's some really true i thought that you know by being in my you know, <clears throat> mid 60s i would be like top of the line but some of these races they got some really very very fit older guys and gals wow wow so bo's father says that over the last year his father's parkinson's has really progressed he went to his doctor in Florida and he said he had a very low white blood cell count. And he's going to a hematologist that next week. That doesn't necessarily have anything yeah. to do with Parkinson's disease. Hmm. That more could be a sign of... Uh, some, also, also red some, blood cells and hemoglobin. So he's got some anemia to go well, on Well, he, he may have a bone marrow disorder, you know, hmm. like uh, myelodysplastic syndrome or something like that. MDS, okay. uh, which is depleting him. And that's sort of a, you know, some like maybe a variant of multiple myeloma, something like that. Hmm. Okay. But again, would have nothing to do with Parkinson's. Other than that they're both issue. degenerative conditions. Okay. Okay. What do you do about something like that? That's an oncology, hematology. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. I, you know, I'm not going to say that there's miracle growth for your bone marrow with, uh, you know, some miracle nutrients that make your bone marrow revive. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do think there's a role for nutritional support in working with these conditions. Mm-hmm. Uh, How much is it that uh, because he's a triathlete, he's a marathoner, that all that pounding is... Yeah, I would like to think that that's not necessarily the case. Um the pounding and the red blood cells. Yeah, I, you know, that there's not like, 
you know, some kind of wearing out that occurs. Mm -hmm. um, I have seen some very high-end senior athletes uh, who are on super skimpy diets, like a vegan vegetarian diet, and there, there's too much uh, exertion and not enough, uh, not enough uh, nutritional support. So yeah. they're, they're sort of running on fumes. Wow. Um, so that is a possibility in over-stringent dieters who exercise a lot. Okay, yeah. That could have, I mean, maybe there wasn't enough antioxidants or something that brought this on, but it's hard to know because uh, exercise is generally beneficial. And I'm guessing here, if, if Bo's father has had Parkinson's for so many years, if he's taking any L-DOPA or anything, he's got to watch his protein intake or how he takes his protein and that might have something to do with yeah i mean mm -hmm. they put people on protein restriction i'm not sure if that makes a lot of sense yeah um yeah i mean i i would what's interesting when we look at people with these kinds of problems is the new genetic testing that i'm doing and we did a podcast with uh, dr sharon hausman cohen who is the uh developer of intellix dna and i'm mm -hmm. using that test now in patients challenging patients like this Mm -hmm. And we might find a common thread that, you know, the very same thing which is causing his bone marrow to be depleted is rendering him more susceptible to Parkinson's disease. And it's usually wow. something that has to do with the antioxidant pathways, uh -huh. uh, glutathione pathways, uh, detox pathways. Yes. Because, very important. you know, what causes Parkinson's? Well, you know, we know that farmers exposed to agricultural chemicals, much more prone to that, industrial workers. Yes. Uh, so it's not an, so much an urban pollution thing, but even in rural areas, chemicals. we're seeing that chemicals. chemicals. Yeah, yeah, chemicals. So uh, you know, and the same thing with with blood disorders. There, you know, we know that that can cause uh, blood cancers. Yeah. So uh, you know, that, it'd be interesting. I don't know if it's too late to do anything about it, but it would be interesting to do an analysis to see if genetically this guy is susceptible to the effects of environmental toxins. Okay. We have a question here from Linda. Hello, I was wondering if I could ask this question of Dr. Hoffman. Around three months ago, I started noticing that my hair, which is fine hair, has become finer, has zero movement to it, and it basically looks and feels like cotton candy. My eyebrows are also disappearing. Well, I, right, right there. I mean, the, the yeah. eyebrow thing has so, me thinking so thyroid, right? Yeah, thyroid, especially the, Normally la the lateral, the outer, the yeah, outer right, uh, right, third, right? right? Yeah, Unless right. you've plucked them away, yeah, right? Yeah. I've had the obvious things checked, like anemia and thyroid, and all is okay. So they say. So they say. That's right, and that's really where you come in, Doctor Hoffman. Because, like I said, if I ever develop a thyroid problem, you're going to be my. Doctor. Yeah, no, because you're, we, you do it better than endocrinologists. A little do. more subtle thing. Yeah, you know. you're very good at the scrutiny of all that and that delicate dance of the replacement. I am a young 71 year old female, meaning that I walk six to ten miles a day. Wow, good yeah. for you. Whoa. Take supplements. I eat organically. I sleep well, but I can't understand why this is happening. So. <laughs> My question to Dr. Hoffman is, where do I start on my I, journey? We get these, call, we get, you know, this guy, like, we start with a guy in, in side one who's, he's upset because he can only do an eight and a half, nine minute uh, mile oh, on his no. 10K run that he's doing day in and day out. You better straighten up and fly right. And now we got this, <laughs> this woman who's, her hair is thinning, but she walks six to 10 miles a day. A day. 
She's wondering where to start. Does she see a dermatologist, an internist, a functional nutritionist? Okay. Uh, if you could point me in the right direction. Yeah, I mean, she, she's in Pennsylvania in the Pocono she, Mountains. Oh, and then she wants somebody in the Lehigh Valley and blah, blah, blah. You know, I think yeah. she should, if there's such a thing as a dermatologist who specializes in hair in her area, not all dermatologists do. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Right. That's true. So, uh, the, there's, uh, I mean, the workup, uh, it's, it's not all about nutrition. That's but, true. So it, there is, there's a series of things that you do nutritionally. I mean, you certainly look at iron and ferritin levels. Mm-hmm. However, she sounds like she's on a nutritionally adequate kind of diet. She's not. She uh, eats organic. She takes supplements. Mm-hmm. She walks a lot. Right. Um, just to give her some, some guideposts here. You want to make sure your ferritin is at least a 70. Yep. I imagine. Yep. Right. And, and that's, a, that's a measure of iron. Yes. Stores. And I, I want to talk a little bit about thyroid here. If her yep. hair is thinning and if everything checks out and every, and thyroid looks all right, I see this too often amongst not just your patients, Dr. Hoffman, but my own. I have a private practice here right, as right. well, as, as you all know. That, you know, my doctor said my thyroid numbers are fine. And I look at those labs and I look at, I look at them and I say, Dr. Hoppen would not think yeah. this is fine. Well, there's a tendency also, I think, yeah. especially as patients get older, to be more lenient about, uh, borderline abnormal thyroid, low thyroid. Yes. And the reason is doctors are very petrified of the potential when you give thyroid medication to cause a cardiac arrhythmia. Right. So they, they just say, well, I don't know, the patient doesn't feel so good, their hair is thinning, but I don't want to get in trouble by giving this person thyroid medication. Yeah. They could have like a palpitation and... She's 71, not 87. Yeah, I know. And okay. I, and, and, but yeah. doctors who are young, especially, right, think right, that right. that's a very aged age. Yes. Wait till they're 71. And they'll realize that you want more out of, of life when you're when you're 71. You're not <laughs> done. You know, it's not That's you're not right. ready for the scrap heap at yeah. 71. So, uh, you know, so we have to be judicious because I also see the fault of some holistic doctors is they think it's everything's thyroid. It's like, oh, your hair's thinning, your skin is dry, you're tired, thyroid, thyroid, you're thyroid. constipated. And you're I depressed. get some people, and they're like, they have like uh, palpitations, they have osteoporosis, they have been ill served. Yeah. Because they were given. We've seen some of those cases. Thyroid thought, thoughtlessly and aggressively. Yeah. Some of my holistic colleagues are over the top with thyroid. Yeah. So I think there's some, we need some balance here. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I get it while endocrinologists are pissed off at holistic doctors because they, they, the holistic doctors don't follow the rules. And there's, there's a reason for rules, you know, just like, um, you know, in society, I mean, uh, yeah, we want to be innovative, but we don't want to depart from the rules in a rebellious way, you know, uh, indiscriminately. You know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's also the danger that um, compounded thyroid may go away and so forth, that Synthroid should be the thyroid replacement for right. everybody. They want to make it go away, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that's problematic. Right. So, so anyway, with this, look, here's the other thing I will say hmm. is that, frankly, there is a little inevitability to the process by which your hair gets thinner when you age. That's true. And, and, that's, and that just happens. And that's the tough part here is, is yeah. there something remediable or is this merely a normal physiological age-related mm-hmm. change? Hmm. Right? That's true. Because yeah. show me somebody who's 100 and generally, they don't have like a really, like a shock of hair. That's true. You know, like Sophia Loren when she was 25. Yeah, yeah. 
you know, that, that you know, mane of luxuriant hair. Because mm -hmm. hair thins, just like, you know, skin thins and, right. you know. Her eyebrows are disappearing is the concerning thing for me well, that might lead to, there, you know. there, There's a... Yeah. Well, you know, they're tattooing eyebrows now. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and we have plastic surgeons in this office. Right. Well, uh, you know, so, so yeah. to, to, to plug that, you know, we've done, uh, we, we've done an interview with Dr. Uh, Gary Linkov, who is... Mm -hmm. He is a, a, a fully trained cosmetic plastic surgeon. He can operate on any part of the body. Uh, he can fix noses. He can, you know, fix, do facelifts. He can you do everything because mm -hmm. he's very extensive training. But his subspecialty is hair. Mm. And, you know, uh, it's, a, it's a real concern because uh, even healthy... Not just hair on the head either. Health, healthy folks. Beards and things. Yeah, and yeah. Health, eyebrows. Right. Uh, you know, healthy folks sometimes have hair problems yeah and uh so there are a variety of ways to fix that and it's not just a matter of taking a vitamin or a supplement there are now cosmetic procedures where they can you know basically uh implant the hairs and it doesn't have to look like that cornrow appearance it can be done more subtly and yeah. more nicely and you know there's something to be said for that i mean that really is important for you and you know especially for women a little less so for men because you can make your they you could know, they could really you, rock you can make the bald, your bald look. hair. Yeah, men men mm -hmm. can rock that look yeah. if they so choose. And if uh, when women do, they it looks like chemotherapy. Right. It, you know, Sinead O'Connor. I mean, it's a look, but you know, some yeah. people don't like that look. Right. <laughs> yeah. You have to have a nice shaped head to be able that's to true. do like, that. You never you know to, until you shave your head. Like exactly, oh, wow. if you look like an egghead, that's really not yeah, going to go over like, well. Then what are you going to do? You I mean, you want a perfect. Your yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Right. That makes all the difference, isn't that something? It's true. It's true. So, so anyway, there are a range of possibilities here. We don't know. Uh, yeah. I would not jump too soon to the conclusion that there's some miracle hair growth formula that's mm -hmm. going to fix things. Although we do, we do support hair sometimes nutritionally, and it can make a difference. It can make a difference. Uh, yeah. You know, things like silica is helpful. You know, for some people, biotin. Mm -hmm. Although biotin, I think, helps more nails. Um, than hair. Yeah. 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 So that I'm trying to think of any other nutritional deficiency that may cause zinc, any of this. You know, zinc, but maybe. it's rare. She's essential fatty acid deficiencies. Yeah. Do you, you think know, saw palmetto might help her? Well, okay, that's around the male pattern baldness theory, and uh, that's why men take uh, Propecia mm. and Avidart, and it works better for men, but it can work for women. Yeah. Uh, women are not supposed to get Propecia and Avidart, but generally the women who take Propecia and Avidart uh, are postmenopausal, so they're not going to get pregnant. But if you get pregnant while you're on Propecia and Avidart, very high risk of uh, birth defects. Oh, wow. So that's why they're not generally prescribed to women uh, mm -hmm. who have any possibility of getting pregnant. You mm -hmm. know, it's like, yeah, I'm on birth control. Like, yeah, we don't trust you. you you're not going on that stuff because we don't want to be responsible for a horrible birth defect that yeah. you will uh, alter uh, fetal development and create a malformation. Right, right. But uh, men can take those. Those are actually originally prostate-shrinking drugs. They they mm -hmm. stop the uh, mm -hmm. um, so-called bad testosterone, which is responsible for hair loss. Yeah. And they work a little bit. Right. Linda, you could probably find a functional medicine uh, doctor or nutritionist in your area by going to acam.org. That's American College for the Advancement in Medicine.org, A-C-A-M.org. And type in your zip code and 
see what comes up. You could probably start there. Right. Okay. Thank uh, you ACN, American College of Nutrition, also. Mm -hmm. Terrific. Thank you for your question, Linda. Okay, well, that does it for today. So time flies when we're having fun, and uh, we're out of questions. So radio program at AOL.com, the destination for questions. We'll reload next week. Yes. Have a great week. Yes, everybody. Thank you for listening. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and this is the Intelligent Medicine Podcast. This is Layla Mutin, RD. I see patients regularly, along with Dr. Hoffman. If you require a nutrition consult with me but live out of town, there's no need to travel to New York City. I have telephone consultations with clients from all over the country. Please visit drhoffman.com for more information. And to set up an appointment, call 212-779-1744. That's 212-779-1744. I look forward to being a collaborator in your health care.